systems, like bodies, are a web spun from the stories and imaginations of those who came before, and they can evolve through the weaving of new futures. Hello and welcome to Remember the Future, a podcast from art.coop where we invite you to remember the future by listening to the stories of artists and culture bearers who are returning to practices as old as time to build community and care-centered workplaces where they are their own bosses, there are no landlords, and they decide how money flows. My name is Marina Lopez, and I'm your host. Today I'm here as your host who has been with you on this journey as someone who works in the solidarity economy as a co-organizer with art.coop. But I'm also a dancer and a body worker. And I'm here to share that part of myself with you in a movement-based cultural offering. This offering is a way to invite your full selves, body, mind, and spirit into this journey with us so that our learning can manifest as an embodied experience of what liberation can feel like. I've thought a lot about what it means to create and participate in an economy that's based on care, care of ourselves, care of our community, and care of the land. When I think about liberation and what it means to extract ourselves from our current oppressive systems, and work collectively to build a different kind of society. I ask myself, what is the one thing that consistently shows up? It's our bodies, these bodies that have navigated systems of oppression and violence across many generations. It's our bodies here today, doing the labor of abolition, the labor of imagining possible futures and feeling, even if for just a moment, the spectrum of sensation we're capable of. So just as intrinsic to learning how to lead from a place of care is this unlearning that we need to do as we unwind ourselves from these oppressive systems. Because we're moving from an economy that values our physical body for what can be extracted from it and produced by it into a system that really recognizes the wellness of all living beings as intrinsic to the health of the broader ecosystem. And unlike a capitalist system that thrives on division, A solidarity economy only works when we are in relationship with one another and recognize our role as a part of a dynamic and an interdependent whole. So in thinking about what I wanted to share with you all today as a part of this cultural offering, I took some time to reflect on some of the lessons that I've learned in this work and some of the tools that have helped 
bring me back to the vision of what the solidarity economy is. And not just from this intellectual space, but really what it is as an embodied experience, right? At art.coop, we talk a lot about creating opportunities to live our values. And so I've had to ask myself time and again, how truly transformative is the work that I do if I continue to treat my body in the same extractive and abusive ways, regarding myself as disposable and never taking the time to repair and regenerate, let alone integrate what I'm learning. And I think that this is where I see those harmful practices of colonial capitalism and white supremacy as both internalized in terms of how we treat ourselves, but then also projected out into how we engage in our relationships and our broader communities and even with the planet. So for me, taking time, even if it's just a few minutes, to move my body with curiosity and playfulness and experimentation rather than performance has been a practice that allows me to more fully inhabit the ways I want to show up in this work, in my relationships, and in the world. So we're going to transition from listening to starting to move a little bit together. And if you're driving or in a situation where it's not safe for you to move or take your focus off what you're doing, I invite you to pause this and come back to it at another time. If it's possible and feel safe for you, um, I invite you to stand up. And if not, please join in some movement from wherever you are, if you're lying down or seated. And as you are in whatever position, I invite you to feel your feet on the ground or whatever is touching the ground. How is the weight distributed? I want you to scan up your body, feeling your knees, moving up to your pelvis and your hips, feeling how your bones are stacked on top of each other, each part supporting your skeleton. Moving up your spine, one vertebrae at a time. Up to your arms. And finally to the top of your head. On your next inhale, breathing fully into your belly. Bringing the breath up. Feeling it expand your rib cage out. Up into your chest. And on your exhale, reversing that, feeling the air release from your chest, your rib cage, and finally your belly. A couple more breaths just like that. Inhale into your belly, all the way through your ribs. Exhale, releasing from your chest, and finally, feeling your belly button push against the back of your spine. One more time, big breath in. 
and exhaling out. And now I want to invite you to begin moving in whatever way you feel called to. You're welcome to close your eyes or find a soft gaze in your room. As you move, feel free to experiment with the tempo, moving fast, moving slow, finding different levels to explore. And if you're in a bigger space, or even if you're in a small space, being curious, moving around the edges of the space, exploring it. What does it feel like to move with a little bit quicker pace? What is it like to move on a really low level? Maybe your knees are bent deeply or your hands are touching the floor. Good. And now I want you to start leading the movement with the top of your head. Seeing what that feels like. How does that translate into your neck and your spine all the way down to your hips? And continuing to lead that movement with the top of your head, feeling how it rotates. And in a minute, I'm gonna count down from three and have you pause in whatever shape you're in. Here we go. Three, two, one, pause. And pause there for a moment. Good. And come back to moving. And this time, I want you to start leading your movement with your hips. What kind of interesting ways can you move with your hips leading you. Maybe some movements feel familiar. Maybe some feel unexpected. Maybe you've never moved in that way. And again, being curious about the space that you're in, the tempo and the rhythm that you're moving, the levels that you're using. And even in leading the movement with your hips, you can bring in other parts of your body too. That's fine. Just feeling what it's like to have the impulse come from a specific part of your body. Beautiful. And three, two, one, pause. Feeling the shape that you're in. Where's your weight? What's holding you up? Good, and start moving again. And this last time, we're gonna start leading the movement with your feet, whatever that means to you. How does that change the rhythm and the tempo and the levels that you feel like 
you can explore when you lead with your feet. Three, two, one, pause. And as you move again, I want you to move in any way you feel called to. Beautiful. And three, two, one. Pause and hold your shape and slowly find your way back to standing on two feet. Notice your breathing, notice the sensations in your body, and I invite you to close your eyes here and imagine a small string on the top of your head and someone is gently pulling up, a motion that translates all the way down your spine, down into your tailbone, creating a feeling of being very long. So you have this strong skeleton with the flesh around it soft and relaxed, allowing gravity to just do what it does. As you stand here, I want you to be a curious observer. You don't need to do anything or change anything, just notice. And it's okay if thoughts or judgments come in. That's all information. Sometimes it's good to explore it. In this moment, allow it to just pass through. Say hello and say, maybe I'll see you later. And as you stand here, what are the areas in your body that are active to support this action? What are your toes doing? Your fingertips, your neck, your hips. What does it feel like to return to this simple gesture of our humanity? To be in this condition of standing. This pause, which from the outside may look like stillness or inactivity. But what you'll find here is that there are actually all of these flourishing micro movements happening to support all of this. And within each of those are limitless possibility and limitless potential to cultivate what starts small and to make it bigger. It is within these moments of pause that we can cultivate and hone our skills of observation, observation of our bodies and the systems both within them and outside of them that contribute to our survival, health, restoration, and regeneration. It's this suspension of conscious hyperactivity 
that can create moments of infinite possibility that shape our imaginations and stoke the actions that we take. As you stand here, I invite you to take a moment and ask yourself, how am I standing in this historical moment? And the knowledge that you glean from that embodied discourse can inform the ways in which you are called to move in the broader world. On your next inhale, fill your belly. On your next exhale, exhale through your mouth. One more time, big breath in. Exhaling through your mouth audibly. And if your eyes are closed, slowly opening them coming back into the space. And I invite you to practice moving and pausing as you feel called to. Thank you so much for being with me here today and sharing this experience together. so much for joining us for remember the future the music in today's episode is a beautiful song called echoes by carmen borla you can find carmen anywhere you stream your music or on instagram at c-a-r-m-e-n-b-o-r-l-a special thanks to yerba buena center for the arts for their generous support of this podcast And thanks to Creative Study for their ongoing partnership. Remember the Future is co-produced by Meerkat Media Cooperative, Alita Cooper, and Art.coop. It's edited by Justin Maxson and Alita Cooper, with visual design by Emma Werowinski, and theme music by Andile Blessing Magwasa and Siswe Lancelot Mabelu. The show's executive producers are Eric Phillips Horst and me, Marina Lopez. Additional thanks to our consulting editor, Caroline Woolard, and to my colleagues at Art.coop, Nati Linares and Shruti Suryanarayanan. You can hear more episodes of Remember the Future anywhere you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed what you heard, we invite you to rate, subscribe, and review. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at underscore artcoop. You can also help sustain this podcast by visiting our website, art.coop, and clicking on support to make a donation. I'm your host, Marina Lopez, and this has been Remember the Future.